Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت وهو على كل شيء قدير وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أدى الأمانة وبلغ الرسالة ونصح الأمة فتركها على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك عباد الله أوصيكم ونفسي بلزوم أمر الله ولزوم طاعته فمن عمل بوصيتي فلنفسه ومن أساء فعليها وما ربك بضلام للعبيد Amma ba'd, dear brothers and sisters, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I was wondering about the topic, and nothing better than talking about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and especially the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. The month that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born in, and the month that the Prophet ﷺ died in. He died on the 12th of Rabi'ul Awwal, and most narrations, most say that he was born on the 12th of Rabi'ul Awwal. Born on the same day, died on the same day, with a message, with a mission. What that mission is? Prophet ﷺ, he was born in Quraysh. He was born in Arabia. It was in the dark ages, in the darkness of ignorance. If you look at the ills in the society at that time, social illness, burying girls alive, social illness, discrimination, men are better than women. A boy, a man who can work in the field is better than a girl. Bury her. Riba, the one who has the money, the one, the one who has wealth, the one who has status, goes and slaves people by just lending them money. Zina, fahisha, open, open in the public. You have homes. With red flags, and whoever wants to go and fulfill his desires, he goes there. Social injustices, immoral, economical injustices, political injustices. The most ignorant, the ones who have the power, are the ones who are leading. That was the status of the society. Think about it, about it, and compare it to today's status. In Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala choose Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be born and 40 years later he delivers the message to him and he gave him a task 
that task Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in the Quran Alif Lam Ra Kitabun anzalnahu ilayka lutukhrij al-nasa min al-dhulumati ila al-nur In Surah Ibrahim the first ayah Alif Lam Ra This is a book that we have delivered to you in order to take people out of darknesses min al-dhulumat ruler many dhulumat to the nur to a single one nur to the light bi-izni with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that was the mission of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that was the project that was tasked to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that when you have this darkness when you have people going left and right anywhere and don't know what to do Women rights from left to right, LGBT, QX, whatever rights, political issues, conflicts, left and right, poverty that cannot be addressed, left and right. And people are in chaos. They don't know what to do. They don't know what's the right way. Because right and wrong, we're taking it to us as humans to come and decide what's right and wrong instead of going back to the one who created us. The one who is absolute and he is not biased. And that's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why the first ayah that was revealed, اقرأ باسم ربك الذي خلق Read in the name of your Rabb, the one who created. And Rabb to Quraysh and to the Arabs meant something. It meant the one who rules, the one who legislates. It's not the one that you bow down to. It's not. It's the one who rules, the one who legislates. And they understood it. And that's why they stood against the Prophet ﷺ. And they fought the message of Islam. Because they understood what it is. They understood that this man, Muhammad ﷺ, is coming with a word change. Changing the status of Quraysh. And he was telling them, by the way. He was not hiding it. He was telling them when he was inviting them, believe in me, believe in this word, believe in la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, and the Arabs and the Ajam, the Arabs and the non-Arabs will follow you. From the beginning it's clear. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and again this is the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That this is how you should be approaching this project. The project of Islam. The project of taking people out of, not to know how to live their life. No one to live their life. It's not that, hey, I don't know how to eat. I don't know how to drink. I don't know how to dress. I don't know how to talk. No, we all do that. All people, Muslims, non-Muslims, humans do that. But the purpose Dressing, eating, learning, seeking knowledge. What's the purpose? We have a mission. We have a purpose. Which is worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when it comes to understanding that purpose, which is what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the sahaba understood, they knew that they have to follow this path. The path from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order to complete that project. 
Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I'm just going to take you on a short, quick glimpse of the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is when he established that project. He gets the revelation. He goes home. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him, stand up. This message is not just coming to you. Stand up, go and deliver the message. Then another command, go and invite your closest people, your, your closest tribes, go and invite them. Go and talk to them and deliver this message to them. Then the command comes, فَصْدَعْ بِمَا تُؤْمَرْ Call everyone, call out loud everyone to this deen. Then the torture happens. The people start accepting Islam. They've been tortured. They've taken, they're standing strong. They're standing strong and you all know the story of Bilal. You all know the story of Sumayyah. Not much was revealed from the Quran, but they were standing strong in front of the tyrants at that time who, were, who wanted to terminate and finish this deen. They were standing strong because they understand the word Rabb, what it means to them. They knew that he is the one that they will sacrifice their life and their time and everything for it. And then the Prophet ﷺ continues and the Sahaba continues to call people to Islam. And then Mecca, frozen in the da'wah. No more people are accepting Islam. It's just torture. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands his Prophet to start going outside Mecca. Leave these people alone. Go outside. Talk to other tribes. This is the seerah, just a quick. Talk to other tribes. See who can believe in this deen and support it and call for it. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Al-Ansar from Al-Madinah. And they give the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the pledge of allegiance. They will accept him. First, believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that was the first thing. That's the most important thing. And then, not just but that, they will accept him to migrate. And they will defend him. And they will protect him and protect the Muslimin. And protect this religion. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam migrates. Before that, there were ayat, they were talking about the ills in this society. The first, the three things that I mentioned in the beginning of the khutbah. Killing the daughters, dealing with riba, burying, burying girls, dealing with riba, uh, and, and committing zina in the open. All of this, the Quran talked about it. But the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and the Muslims have no authority in there to go and do any, do any change. They did not have the authority. They were oppressed. Yes, the Quran was addressing these changes. These ayat were revealed in Mecca. The Quran was addressing these changes. But because the Prophet and the Sahaba did not have that authority to implement it, it was just ayat that were revealed. Ayat that were revealed. Ayat that were discussed in order to point to the people who think, look at these ills in this society. You should not be following this. Then the migration to Al-Madina happened. Then the Prophet became, he is a prophet and became he the ruler of Al-Madina. 
he has authority. Islam start being implemented. The ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that how to, how to manage a society. How to manage a society. The society has social issues that you have to deal with. The ayat that talk about marriage, the ayat talk about divorce, the ayat that talk about inheritance, the ayat that talk about how to deal with parents. All of that started been revealing at that time. Because now you have a society, you have a project that it's in its infancy and is standing on its feet. It needs to deal with real issues. It's no more talking about ills in a society. No, it's now in charge. Islam became in charge. And this is where the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala started start talking about how to address the issues that come in life. Social issues. Economical issues. Riba. Don't deal with riba. Many ayat talk about that. Many hadith talk about that. Economy. How to do business. If you go and read the books of fuqh, and look how Islam talks about business and trade. It's not just only capitalism that talks about business, and it's the best business model. Islam has the best business model when it comes to partnership. That's in the books of fuqh. That was implemented during the whole era of Islam. But now, because there is no Islam implemented, we don't see it. We don't know about it. We don't read it. All what we know is publicly traded companies, shared companies, stock companies. That's what we know. Because that's the dominating system in the world. The project that we talk about, which is the project that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted for this ummah, is the project of Islam that all of this, what I'm talking about, existed. And it was implemented. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam dies. And before that, al-Hijjat al-Wada'a. He summarizes to the Muslims in the khutbah of khutbah al-Wada'a, Islam, and focuses on important points and tells them and asks them a question, looking at all the Muslims there who were there in the Hajj. Did I deliver the message? Everyone said yes. Again, did I deliver the message? Yes. Did I deliver the message? Yes. Then he said, Allahumma fashhad. Oh Allah, be my witness. الغائب. The one who is present should deliver this to the one who is absent. Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave us the responsibility hand it off from his shoulders to the shoulders of the Ummah. To the shoulders of the Ummah. This project that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not accept from humanity except this deen. And we're talking about deen, we're not talking about just spirituality here. Deen is not equivalent to a religion. Deen is a way of life. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many ayat he talks about the deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا. Today I have completed for you your deen. 
and I have completed my favor on you. وَأَتْمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَتِي وَرَضِيتُ لَكُمْ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينًا And I have accepted for you Islam as a deen. Allah accepted for us Islam as the way of life. Because if it's the deen, just the prayer and the hajj and the siyam, which is my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's part of Islam. But that's not the complete Islam. That's not the complete project that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the one whom we love, the one that we protect with our lives. He did not just send him for our salah and our hajj and our siyam. Those are very important. Those are very important, but they are not the whole entire Islam. They're not the entire Islam. It's the complete Islam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted to us. Allah says, وَمَنْ يَبْتَغِي غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا فَلَمْ يُقْبَلَ مِنْهُ وَهُوَ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ The one who seeks other than Islam as a way of life, it will not be accepted from him and he will be among the, the losers. Another ayah, Allah says, إِنَّ الدِّينَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ الْإِسْلَامِ Indeed, indeed, the deen, the way of life, in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Islam and only Islam. And Islam here doesn't mean just the word submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It doesn't mean that. It means the system that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the way of life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave it through Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This complete project is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted for us. And anyone chooses otherwise, he's among the losers. So brothers and sisters, a project that the Prophet ﷺ worked on for 23 years, a project that delivered at the time of Umar, on you, on you know Umar bin Khattab, when he was, his word, if, An animal struggles in the path in Baghdad. He's sitting in Al-Medina. He's sitting in Al-Medina. And he's talking if an animal in Iraq, in Baghdad, is struggled, he's afraid that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to ask him why he did not pave it for an animal. Ali bin Abi Talib, when he was Khalifa, he says, Law Look at the vision that they have. Look at this project with the deliver. If poverty were a man, I would have killed it. Because that's what poverty, poverty will kill people. Poverty causes that you, you, can, you could move away from your deen because of poverty. Look at the vision a leader has. Umar bin Abdul Aziz, the Khalifa Muslim, talking about the leaders who are managing this project, who are taking care of this project. He says, take the seeds and throw it in the mountains so the birds can eat. So the birds can eat. The ummah had enough resources, extra resources. Give it to the birds. Let them eat. This is what the project did, and this is what the project delivered. Until the ones 
who are in charge of that project went down, declined. This project was taken out of our life. This project was taken out of our life and we are paying the price. That's why I said from the beginning, compare and contrast with before Islam, the situation of the world and with Islam now. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم فأفوز مستغفر مستغفر الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Dear brothers and sisters the project of Islam is the life of the Prophet The project of Islam is the way of life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted for us. The project of Islam is on our shoulders to go and carry. Because that's what we will be asked about. When we want to build a society, when we want to build a country, when we want to build a home. If it's not based on this project, then listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. بعد بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أفمن أسس بنيانه على تقوى من الله ورضوان خير أمن أمن أسس بنيانه على شفا جرف هار فانهار به في نار جهنم والله لا يهدي القوم الظالمين Look at the example of the one who establishes his building. Bunyan, anything that you build. You build a country, you build a society, you build a home, you build a family, you build a business, you build anything. The one who establishes his business, his home, his family, his country. On the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether people like it or not, it doesn't matter. The Ridwan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what matters. Khair, better, or Man Assasa Bunyanahu ala Shafa Jurfin Harin, or the one who establishes his life, his country, his business on a cliff, on a cliff where there is no stability. Wind comes, will take it away, and it's gone. Fanhara bihifina rijahannam. Then it will fall and take him to. Jahannam. Wallahu la yahdi al-qawm al-dhalimeen. Allah does not guide the misguided. The oppressors. Allah does not. So brothers and sisters, you're mashallah still establishing, you will be establishing a family. You will be working and establishing a society. You will be inshallah working and establishing a country. Make sure that you have this in your mind. That the only project the only way that you can have something that will be useful for you in the akhirah, because we all gonna meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, innaka mayyitun wa innahum mayyitun. You are gonna die and they will die. وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ الرُّسُلُ أَفَأَنْ مَاتَ أَوْ قُتِلٌ قَلَبْتُمْ عَلَىٰ رَقَابِكُمْ Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he's just a prophet. If he dies or killed, then you revert back and you go back. 
Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam completed his mission. And he is granted Jannah. And he completed it. And he took the witness of all the Muslimin at that time. And this project was transferred to us. It's a project that needs our attention. It's a project that needs our time. It's a project without it, we, the Muslims, the humanity at large, will stay in darkness. Because this project is not implemented. This project, which is basis worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not there. Anything else will stay darkness until we carry this project and we go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we build everything based on the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, taqwa min Allahi wa ridwan, on the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we will be successful. If it's for the pleasure of our parents, for the pleasure of our society, for the pleasure of our government, for the pleasure of our country, for the pleasure of the world, for the pleasure of my husband, for pleasure of my wife, it doesn't work. In the scale of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that doesn't matter what scale is the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibadallah, inna Allah amarakum bi amrim tadahu bi nafsi wa thanna alayhi bi malaykati faqal, inna Allah wa malaykatahu yusalluna ala nabi, ya ayuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك اللهم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم انصر المسلمين بالإسلام وعز المسلمين بالإسلام واخذل المشركين أعداءك وعداء الدين إنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم ارحمنا وتب علينا واغفر لنا يا رب العالمين اللهم مكننا في الأرض يا رب العالمين اللهم مكن لهذا الدين في الأرض يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا وتب علينا يا رب العالمين وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة Thank you for listening to this podcast Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and seerah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.